0: it's wednesday which means it's time for another episode of legally unfiltered my name is attorney franz and i'm here with attorney richard sprinkle bringing you stories from the media bringing you stories and issues legal issues that affect you check us out on www.legallyunfiltered.com this week we're talking about stand your ground and castle doctrine now, when this is being recorded, I'm going to give some context. Uh, I just finished assisting a second-degree murder trial in Louisiana that was a self-defense, stand your ground, castle doctrine case. Uh, on the heels of that, we've had an arrest happen in a home invasion case in Ascension Parish, where a a individual, a homeowner, has essentially defended himself and shot a, a would be burglar, um, a home invader. Um, he was shot, and he also shot and and killed the individual breaking in. So we wanted to talk a little bit about the stand your ground castle doctrine now we're doing it from the context this is very important very important we're doing it from the context of louisiana law if you want more information about stand your ground and castle doctrine you need to look at your state and whether or not your state has these laws okay but let's start castle doctrine stands for the proposition in louisiana that if you're in your home or in your vehicle, and you're doing something uh, that is not illicit, you're doing something that has a lawful pur- purpose, for example, sleeping, driving, watching TV, not breaking the law, cooking dinner, then you have the right to defend your home, the people in your home, yourself, uh, from individuals that that would be... Uh, putting it in harm's way we we call it the castle doctrine right no and, duty to retreat no duty to retreat and in fact not just a no duty to retreat but the jury cannot consider the opportunity to retreat and you're entitled to meet force with force that is the key you're entitled to meet force with force and here's something that's just amazing the threat the harm does not have to be real. It just has to be reasonable based on the position that you're in. So the classic example is the burglar that you don't know if he's armed or not armed. He's coming into your house. Your wife is next to you. Your child's sleeping in the other room. And you don't know what's about to go down. You don't know if he's going to grab a kitchen knife and try to kill everybody. You have the right to use lethal force you have no obligation to retreat within the confines of your of your home that's castle doctrine stay in your ground okay is is a similar proposition legally to where basically in louisiana homicide is justified if you reasonably believe that you're in threat of great bodily harm or death okay and you can stand your ground in your home okay now if you're outside your home then we can start talk we can start talking about you know do you have an opportunity to retreat is there is there a safe haven for you and that goes into the calculus of what's reasonable and not reasonable then you're into the reasonable man that goes everywhere with you right so not okay you 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 catch the burglar he evades the house or or leaves the house and you're chasing him down the street with your firearm and you decide to assassinate him shoot him in the back shoot him in the back and he dies in the street that's not not Uh, castle doctrine not stand your ground and not reasonably you're not reasonably anticipating death or great bodily harm. And pretty indefensible in court, it, it really is. Right, so, so one of the phrases I, I often use with clients or when I'm doing commentary on this is, you've gotta look like an innocent person. And I know that sounds, Funny, but you got to look like an innocent person. You got to look like you're defending your home. You got to be in a position where you're not vulnerable to questioning with regard to were you reasonable, not reasonable, and your home in your car. That's and by the way, car. What, what are we really talking about? Carjacking, Car-jack. right? Yeah. Okay. Now, now again, it's important to remember you can't be doing an illegal activity. You can't be doing a drug deal. OK, you can't be doing a drug deal out of your car or home such that the drug deal goes, quote, bad and it becomes an armed robbery scenario. And in defending your your property, your drugs, your illicit behavior, you 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 kill somebody. Well, Th- immediately I have a hypo. Okay, go let's for it. Let's say
1: I'm I'm dealing meth out of the out of my house, which I don't like you do. Not, which I don't. So let's, let's bad. say let's say that's happening. Um, and I've got my usual, you know, great customer who's there on a weekly basis. I don't know how often people do this, but uh, and 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 drug dealer B decides tonight's the night to raid my house. Do I have the right to defend myself against drug dealer B who's breaking in and pointing a gun at myself and my customer?
0: Well, no, you don't, because you're, again, committing a crime. You're doing something illegal in your household. Now, again, the other side of this is someone that is in a place that they're not unlawful, that somebody that is in a place that they're not lawfully entitled to be at can't claim self-defense. And also, we have something in Louisiana called the aggressor the doctrine. aggressor doctrine, exactly. He who, he who starts a fight cannot claim self-defense. Now. Now, where it rears its head, where it gets interesting or confusing is sometimes what if you're staying at somebody else's house? In my murder case that I was helping out with, he was staying at his, quote, second home. It was a fact not disputed. Nobody disputed that this was this kid's second home. He was a 16-year-old, tried as an adult, and he defended Himself and and those around him to somebody that was sh- coming into his second home, um, and and ultimately you know cr- started a, a a fight. Now, where this is, gets confusing is is what if it's somebody in your home that has a lawful a lawful presence. What if it's a fight between two siblings? You know, then then you're not really dealing with castle doctrine, you're dealing with aggressor doctrine and you're you're dealing with what's reasonable. Right. You know, you're dealing with one who starts the fight and then you're dealing with two, you know, is it reasonable to use the force you're doing? Now, the second question I get asked a lot Richard is, what do I do if I'm in a self-defense situation? What I advise people to do and what some of the experts on self defense would say is first and foremost call the police. Give a give a clear message to the police that something has happened, tell them that you were defending yourself and ask that that EMS and the police be dispatched to your location. Mm-hmm. Take a minute. Take a take a deep breath. Everything's happening very quickly, okay? Right. You don't want to flee from the scene, you don't want to leave, you don't want to lie, you want to compose yourself. You want to act like an innocent person. At this point, I would advise you to contact an attorney, Yeah. okay? When the police arrive, you can give a short statement. And if they want to have a longer statement, you tell the police very respectfully, listen, I was just through a very traumatic uh, experience. I need a minute to collect myself. I'm Mm -hmm. willing to come talk to you guys, but I don't want to come in alone. I want to, I want to have counsel present with me. And that's how you go. Okay in self defense cases and stand your ground castle doctrine cases look it's not like you're running the meal drug deal where i would look at the client and say you need to exercise your constitutional right to remain silent you may want to make a statement and give your side of the story because that may be the difference between an arrest and not an arrest right now look if they don't believe you they're going to arrest you and then you're going to have to fight this on the other end which is i guess i guess another episode. But that are the those are the basics of what we're talking about when we say castle doctrine and stand your ground. Now, there are states differ. OK, some states like Florida, you have all sorts of 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 rights and protections if you're defending yourself. Um, what's important to remember, and I haven't said it yet, is in Louisiana, the state in a homicide case, the state has the burden of proof to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you were not acting in self-defense, they have the burden. You don't have to prove that you aren't acting in self-defense, but as a practical matter, you're gonna have to explain what happened. Now, this might get easier if there are witnesses, if there's video footage, um, some people have video cameras all throughout their house. Um, and look, again, the the danger doesn't have to be real. That that suspect may not need to actually, quote unquote, have a firearm, but if it's reasonable that you believe and, and how, as a practical matter, how unreasonable is it to assume that the person coming into your home is armed? How, how do you know who's armed and who isn't? Right. And we live we live in a a, a 2019 world where getting a firearm is not very difficult. Now, no. again, now, again, let's distinguish this one. I live in a neighborhood where car burglaries are common. Porch piracy and car bur- burglaries are common. So you're in your home and you see somebody going into your car that may be where it gets a little bit different. That's where you dial 911. You, you need to dial 911. You can try to... To apprehend them, make what we call a good old-fashioned citizen arrest. But I would still call the police. I, I, that's just not smart. I, I wouldn't do it. It's from a
1: from a safety standpoint, it's not smart. Um, I recently, well, not that recently, a couple of months ago, went through a concealed carry permit course, um, and you have to cover a lot of these a lot of these things as part of the course. And in instances, if you're in the house and you see somebody breaking into your car outside, you don't have any right to go after them and try right. to attack them. So your car- best bet is call the police. So carports, carports
0: don't count either. Backyards, backyards don't count. Either. Right now, it gets a little gray if we're talking your the patio, your screened-in patio, where they're they're actually getting inside of that, and, right? And the barrier between them and you may be a a door, but, but the
1: garage doesn't count either. Yeah, that's a we, that's yeah. really gray, so, man.
0: So this is this is what I tell people. You got to use common sense. Yep. You got to use common sense. Safety may mean calling 911. Safety may mean calling 911 and screaming out. I have a firearm. Yep. Okay. Safety may mean you being ready and prepared, but it may not allow you to go in that garage and shoot somebody and use lethal force. Um, You would be wise if you're you're a gun enthusiast, and, and Richard and I enjoy firearms, Um, Richard has a lot more experience with firearms than I do, you might be wise to do some reading on this, Mm -hmm. to to look at Man, a great place to get some some knowledge. Richard's already alluded to it. Alluded to it. Maybe a concealed carry course where they talk about law. Take any firearm safety course. Yes, they
1: will discuss the law there. Um, it's it, it's if you own a weapon and haven't taken one of those, I encourage you to do so. If you are considering buying a weapon, I encourage you to take the course. Maybe even before you buy a weapon, it's not something to take lightly. Um, anybody who teaches these courses will probably tell you if they are worth their salt. The last thing you ever want to do is actually use that weapon what it's to do, what it's designed right. for. That's the last R- thing you ever Right.
0: Want. So so when we say Castle Doctrine again in Louisiana, uh, just to reemphasize it, we're talking about the interior of your home. We're talking about the interior of your vehicle. Um, Louisiana gives your vehicle, you know, it's an extension of your home is the phrase you often hear and your business. Yeah. Yeah. okay. that. Yeah, I did not say that. I did not say that. But property that is yours, essentially. Anywhere you're supposed to be. Right. So if 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 someone breaks into Richard's law office, he has the right to defend it and himself, especially if, man, we live in a crazy world now. Fortunately, Richard and I don't do a lot of. Richard does a little bit of family law, but it's always the family law clients. God bless them. Those are the ones that go off the rails. And And there was a
1: story where a family law client came into a lawyer's office with a shotgun. I mean, these things happen.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, so look, we encourage you to take a concealed carry course or some kind of course that outlines your state law. Um, You know, if you're a gun enthusiast and you really want to buff off on this, you may want to talk to somebody that does this kind of law. I know Richard and I do uh, self-defense law, but. When we talk castle doctrine and stand your ground in Louisiana, that's what we've we've talked about. Now in different states like Florida, the judge has to make a determination in Florida before they even get to the point of a trial on whether or not you've been acting in stand your ground and whether or not standing your ground applies. So you may never even get to a trial in in Florida. In other places, the the DA's office is gonna or law enforcement will screen the initial decision. Um, the DA's office will get it after law enforcement. They'll make a decision. Sometimes they go to the grand jury on close calls. Um, but you want to, again, I use this phrase, act like an innocent person. Stay on the scene. Don't evade uh, law enforcement. Don't lie. Don't don't fail to call 911. If it's your own home, you should be calling 911 and asking for EMS anyway. And please, if you,
1: God forbid, you are in this event
0: when the police
1: arrive Hold your hands where they can see them. Tell them you have a firearm somewhere. Show them exactly where it is. Please, please, please don't become a statistic.
0: Right. We we want you guys to be safe. We want you to be able to defend your home defend your vehicle. But we also want you to do so within the confines of the law. And that's why we, we took this episode to just talk a little bit about Stand Your Ground and, and Castle Doctrine. That's about it for this episode of Legally Unfiltered. You've been listening to Attorney Franz Borkhart and Attorney Richard Sprinkle. For more episodes of Legally Unfiltered, you can go to www.legallyunfiltered.com. For topics or questions, you can email us at legallyunfiltered at gmail.com. Um, that's about it for this episode and have a great Wednesday. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.